Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 47. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys. What's going on? All right. So in uh, today's episode, let's talk about um, training till failure, drop sets, and also doing as many reps as possible. So um, we're going to explain what's the difference between the three. Um, they're all very similar. And also, should you be doing them in your training and how you should go about implementing it in your training? Uh, so let's get started with this topic today. Yeah. Uh, well, let's first talk about drop sets in general. Like, uh, do you feel... I know for you, you do a lot of drop sets in yeah, your training. Of course, of course. <laughs> of course. No, actually, I don't. To be honest, I don't. Yeah, not that I think about it. I know. I really don't. Not, I really don't. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. I mean, I think when I switch... So uh, just to give a perspective on... For the people listening, right now, um, I'm, I'm trying to build more muscle get a little bigger for a body moon show next year so it's so you would think i would have a lot of drop set because you would of course that would help increase volume increase workload uh, but right now i don't have any 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 type of exercise i don't really don't have any drop sets at all no drop sets, no. um so i mean it's not necessary especially if you're you're new into lifting mm-hmm. um i think if you're new into volume training trying to build some muscle uh, you don't really need to incorporate drop sets in order to in order to get extra workload in, instead you could just do more another set of the same amount of reps that you were doing before. Sure. Um, I think there's a time and place for drop sets, uh, but currently in my training, I just don't. I just don't have it right now. So, what do you feel like is the time and the place to do it? <coughs> I like, think. Um, like when is the time for like the average person? To the average like, person do it. Like when they when is the point where they can actually like do it? They're like. Uh, if you're like a true beginner, I really don't think you should be doing drop sets at all. Okay. Um, if anything, if if you do do drop sets, I do sometimes with my clients do like drop sets with um, like a weight to unweighted. Mm-hmm. So I think that works well with beginners. Okay. Uh, so if you're new into training and you want to do drop sets, uh, incorporate into your workouts. Uh, you know, once you finish doing a certain weight, then do body weight, for example. Like uh, let's say you do a goblet squats, right? Once you finish a set of uh, a heavy set of, you know, six to eight, or 10 to 12 whatever it may be uh, then you could get right into a drop set of just body weight a set of 20 <coughs> or a set of 25 sure okay. uh, I think that works well for you know newer lifters um, even um, people who have been lifting for a while now that works as well mm-hmm. um, I like to do that with glute bridges yeah like I think that's great just for like extra burn mm-hmm. in that area and uh, people like that feeling of you know their ass getting laid off yeah, yeah, yeah I hear you I know what you mean yeah, just to explain to people what drop sets are, uh, basically you would take any exercise that's loaded and you can either go from loaded to unloaded or you can go from from a certain weight and then decrease the weight as you go, as you increase reps or do the same amount of reps. So let's say if you're doing a, let's say like a bicep curl, let's say you do it with 25 pounds for 10, then the next time you do it, you'll do it for you do 22 pounds, 0.5 pounds for 10, then 20 pounds for 10. Then we're all the way down. It's like a like what a drop set is. You just, you increase, you decrease the amount of the intensity by, by decrease the load, decrease the load, but you can increase the uh, amount of reps you do as well. You can do, you start off at 10, every rep, every weight you go down, you can do 12, add two, add two more reps as you go down five, five pounds, you know, and then keep going that way. So you can go 10, 12, uh, 14, 16, like that. Uh, or you can stay, stay at the same amount of reps. Um, 
it's just a it's just a way of just you know adding more blood flow into the muscle, trying to build my muscle um, over time. Most of the time, it's targeted towards one muscle group at a time, uh, one joint at a time. You know, yeah, like yeah. a bicep curl or a lateral raise or like a front raise. Yeah, definitely something that's uh, easier to do in yeah. terms of like. Uh, like in terms of focus and your nervous system being able to do the movement. Sure. Um, I mean, yeah, I did mention squats, but I, I did say that like, you're mainly doing that from weighted to body weight. You, sure. you don't really want to do weighted and then into a lighter weight, um, lighter yeah. weight. Because because most people, so even think about from this here, like even if you are someone who is, uh, not new to lifting you've been lifting for a while you do a drop set most likely your your weight that you're going to start with is going to be fairly heavy mm-hmm. and then when you work your way down it's still not that light <clears throat> so you're so the the risk of injury is increases when you do something like a barbell squat as a drop set right. or like a or like a deadlift or like a drop set um so like i've seen people do like one rep where they do like one rep you've seen that the video of a guy doing one rep and his friends put on the place Wadella, Wadella. That's some Instagram shit right there. Like the like the podcast we talked about. Yeah, yeah. And do it for the gram. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I guess from there, that's the only acceptable way of doing maybe a, uh, some kind of drop set where you do one rep at a time. But other than that, barbell drop sets are kind of like um, iffy. Uh, like I said, it causes the risk of injury goes up. So if you're gonna do any kind of drop set, it requires you to maybe do a machine, um, you know, like a small lighter weight, like a lateral raise or a front raise, or maybe like, um, you know, bicep curl things like that. Nothing that involves you like standing, you know, standing and having to use your ner- nervous system that much. You know, yeah. those those uh, movements are a little dangerous. So you're gonna do a drop set. Yeah. Uh, do you apply any of drop sets for your clients or? people you work with uh to tell you the truth i never have you never have never have unless okay. they were doing a show okay which i've had maybe one or two people okay. do a show before no no um i guess i guess my more specific question is if you were to apply drop sets do you do it right after that last set like how do you do you mean do like i do back off sets for my clients Back off set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think we should explain like what a drop set and a back off set is. For so it's two different things. So yeah. like a, a a drop set is like you decrease the weight um, and you keep going. You know. Yeah. So you don't stop once you finish that last set of heavier weight. Uh, you go right down to that lower weight exactly. right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a back off set it would be like let's say you squat two twenty five, uh, five sets of five. Mm-hmm. Once you're done, you would do one eighty five, two sets of ten. Yeah. After you're done, you know, yeah. that's like a back up. It's like a way of adding a, a little bit of hypertrophy in your strength training program, right? Right. Just to work on form and uh, work on some imbalances, you know, work on a little bit of like uh, maybe a little bit, con- maybe a little bit of conditioning. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, it's not really a drop set. It's just um, working um, under under tension or, or under fatigue. Yeah, I think um, that's a good way to put it. I do do that with some of my clients right now. I think it works well. Yeah. Um, instead of just doing straight drop set because a lot of people that we work with aren't prepared to to do that yeah. uh, I think it mentally it's just tough for them to yeah. do, a, do a set and then say like go right into the same exercise yeah, yeah. and do the same thing but more reps yeah it's know? it's very oh. mentally taxing um, for us you know we can kind of like 
program our brain to deal with pain a lot easier. Yeah, because that's yeah, that's what you have to go through when you're doing like drop sets. Is yeah. like you have to break that pain threshold. Yeah, like, exactly. Because you have to hit. Let's say you just did a set of ten. That drop set you got to do a set of twenty. Like yeah. you have to just push through because it's, it's gonna burn. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, like your your grip might be failing a little bit. Your forearms might be hurting. You may not feel it necessarily in the muscles. You want to feel it yeah. the entire time. You might feel it in other other places. Yeah. You know, you do a drop set. You have to mentally kind of like. They say make pain your friend and the muscles your enemy. Yeah, yeah. When that happens, you know, so you have to literally just like mentally get through an entire like twenty reps of like a weight that you is lighter, but it's oh, like it doesn't start, feel light, doesn't when, feel especially light after here. doing a heavier weight. It doesn't right? feel light. It's like and it's mentally taxing because you're starting over. Mm-hmm. We just did ten. Now you gotta do twenty, and it's like yeah. I have to start all over again. You know, I have to start from one. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's mentally like taxing when you have to do that so most clients they have a they tr- have trouble with that aspect mm-hmm. you know most because we, we we take it easy on them at, at times too like if we're gonna do a superset we take a little bit of time between going from one station to, to another to do yeah, a superset, yeah, yeah. You know? so that, that little bit of time for them is like you know easy on them so if we go into a drop set we have no time yeah, yeah. just go right into it it's like mm-hmm. what do you mean you know yeah yeah so I, I, our recommendations only apply it depending on what your goals are mainly is for building muscle sure, yeah. bodybuilding um, even for bodybuilding and building muscle like if if, if you're an intermediate lifter you don't, I don't think you even need that to be honest yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, unless you're like I guess you're a really advanced lifter uh, which we'll talk about which is train till failure mm-hmm. um, that's the next topic we'll talk about uh, we, I don't think you need drop sets at all uh, so let's move on and let's talk about training till failure because okay. I think that's only for people who are I guess more aware of their body and been trained for a while mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be for like every single exercise mm-hmm. uh, I think it should be for a particular exercise mm-hmm. where you could be safe yeah. and at the same time uh, you know your limits and you know how to you know control the weight and still perform the movement correctly without going all over the place I think fa- so failure you mean like you really can't do one and no more at all yeah like um, like there's nothing left that, like there's not like if I were to push I can't push this thing above my head or yeah so i think that you if you're going to do anything that's failure it, it needs to be it needs to involve you being seated yeah seated like in a machine, in a machine you know, non-functional like a, yeah non-functional yeah. non-functional movements like yeah. if you're doing like a seated like chest press or a seated shoulder press yeah. i think that's perfectly fine to do with something to failure you know yeah. um especially for people who, who've been exercising for a long time it makes it makes perfect sense for them you know you have to shock the body a certain way yeah Green people, people who are very new to working out, um, for them, I personally feel or have experienced that when people who are new to working out, when they do anything that's to failure, they'll it takes them longer to recover. Yeah, you know, definitely. They'll they'll probably not recover from that, and probably take them a couple weeks. You know, yeah. so them any in any movement, you know, that's just too it's too taxing on their nervous system to do like. If you're doing a seated chest press, it's a little, yeah. it's, it's a little too taxing for them. Yeah. They'll be sore for weeks. They'll be sore for like a week and a half, probably. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely training to failure is going to get you sore if you're not used to it. Yeah. Because um, you're, you're giving it 100, you know, 110%. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's, it's tough, uh, you know, just for your muscles to be able to handle all that stress. And yeah. um, for a lot of people, especially newer people, they just can't do that. Yeah, like, you know, we always talk about recovering. We always talk about... Um, you know, being able to come back tomorrow, but right, right. when you're when you do things like that, you know, the soreness is one thing that you're gonna have to deal with the right. next day. Right. And 
I'm a believer in that. If you're sore for over, you know, a week or so, yeah, seven days, then mm-hmm. there's something that you know you're not doing to help yourself recover. Right. Um, most people who are new to exercise don't necessarily know what to do to help themselves recover. Yeah. So they'll be sore for a lot longer, you know, yeah. and they they're they're they aren't able to go into the exercise again, you know. So their process or their goals or whatever it is they need to get towards is a little bit pushed back a little bit, you know. Yeah, and um, especially with my training right now, I don't even train to failure that often. Like it's only one set out of three sets yeah. and only one exercise one exercise there's yeah. literally one set i would yeah. be trained to a failure in so yeah i mean that just gives you people who are listening a perspective on how um if you should use it or not and is it effective uh, i think it's effective only for certain type of individuals yeah um maybe people who are on type of drug enhancement like taking steroids mm-hmm. um they could train to a failure because their body could recover from it right yeah, so yeah. It, it doesn't matter if they destroy themselves in the yeah. gym yeah, come, yeah, when it, like I said, it comes down to recovery, recovery for most people. Like yeah. steroids, you can... Pretty much like 99% of people, I don't think you need a train to failure. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 not at all, not, yeah. at all, not at all. I mean, growing up, you know, when I was into like bodybuilding and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. you know, you saw like, uh, you know, Serge Nabre. Uh, no, I don't know that. You know, Serge Nabre is. Serge Nabre is, uh, is a bodybuilder who competed with Arnold. Uh-huh. Uh, he's uh, from France. Okay. The black guy from France. Yeah, he, was yeah. in, he was in he was in Pumping Iron. Oh, okay, okay. Only, yeah. only, there was only three yeah, 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 heavyweight yeah. bodybuilders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lou Ferrigno, Arnold, and Lou yeah. and Lance Sergeant Yeah, yeah. And in his uh in his like magazine or whatever, something in the magazine or like something he, he interviewed him uh-huh. and he literally said and like they took a quote from what he said and they put in their picture what he said, uh-huh. in their picture that he was in. And then the quote it said, like I said, before everything I did was to failure, yeah, you know, and it's like people who don't know will read that and yeah, go yeah. like, okay, all right, everything's a failure. But those people are not on steroids. He, yeah, right, you know, right, right. like he was, you know what I mean? Yeah, but mm-hmm. he claims that everything he did from top to bottom, from his whole entire yeah, yeah. lifting career, he did everything to failure. Everything to failure. Yeah. <laughs> After the first exercise, I'll be done. <laughs> everything to failure. Just imagine. Just, go just imagine you do the entire workout. Everything's a failure. <laughs> entire workout i mean i know some people who, who has that mentality when they're training and um it's definitely not a good mentality to have because uh, you're just uh, in the beginning it might feel good and might you might get this complete soreness that you want uh but it's not good for your body no yeah no, it's actually pretty bad as far as like um yeah like like as far as recovery yeah um, but if you do want to train to a failure um i think what we mentioned here was uh make sure you're safe in a seated position yeah. uh, using machines and it should only maybe be one set. So, for example, I, uh, let's give them an example. Uh, so, uh, for me, it was like shoulder press, right? Shoulder press, uh, yeah. Right now, I do a seated machine shoulder press. It's a hoist machine, so it even assists you getting into the right position. So, sure, it gives yeah. you more assistance. Yeah. Um, if I fail, I just drop my hands and everything is fine. My body will be safe. Yeah. And I only do it for my last set. So, it's three sets I usually do. Um, first two sets are sets of... Uh, wait, actually, every set is still failure. I take that back. I actually do train more than one set till failure. I thought, um, it was only, I thought it was only one. No, 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 no. That was for the decline oh, bench the, press. Okay, okay. Yeah, but uh, but like like a shoulder press machine, like seated machine, especially the hoist machine is great for training till failure. Um, so I have three sets. Every set is till failure. Uh, it's fifteen or more reps. Mm. Right. So that's the only time I think we recommend 
that you should implement training to failure if you really want to yeah. and you want to give it a try or it could just be one set like the first two sets could just be a straight set and then the last set just train till failure mm -hmm. yeah most mostly most of them should be done on machines that will put you in the position already yeah i like hoist because it does that yeah you don't um, have to think about anything you're, you're isolating that one muscle group yeah mm -hmm. sure yeah i like i like it yeah and then uh let's move on from i guess training till failure and talk about as many reps as possible there's two um, different things yeah two different things in in my opinion um a good way to put it i guess train till failure is just destroying yourself until you can't do any more reps and doing as many reps as possible you're close to that point but you're you're at the 50 50 percent chance of getting the weight up if you were to do another rep i think i think that's a that's my my take on it in terms of um the difference between the two sure yeah um yeah so if you're doing uh as many reps as you can think of it as like a if someone says like a plus set almost right i think it was like a plus yeah yeah I, I think that's that's a good way to put it too so i guess another term for it is uh plus you know yeah. one or more three or more five or more yeah so if you're some if you're doing let's say three by three of a certain movement like i say a bench press and on the last on the third set you do three or more reps yeah um, sometimes depending on where you are in your strength training program or where you are in your uh your training uh life Three or uh, three or more could mean three or three or more to do as many as you can, yeah. or three or more but leave two reps in the tank. Yeah, yeah. So if you can do seven, just do five. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's a way of, so that's a way of you know not beating yourself to the ground. It's a way of being able to say, okay, I know I can, I know I can do three. I know I can do more than three. Yeah. But I'm gonna keep keep it in the middle, you know. Yeah. Because so, I know I'm so then that kind of like mentally kind of like helps you because then you're like okay like i know i'm stronger than what i what i am or what i thought i was right know? and you uh complete the the set without failing failing true yeah. right? i think that's the difference between train to failure and not train to failure yeah um that way you're a little more confident mm -hmm. um that you complete a set right like for a lot of people that i train a lot of people that even for myself like when you fail a certain exercise or when you can't do the exercise and you your body just gives up you know, it's not a good feeling yeah. You know, like it, it puts you down. It's like, oh, I couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like why couldn't I do that? Um, I should have had another rep. But mm -hmm. that's when you have to just gauge and tell yourself, like, you know, I maybe I could do two more reps, but I should just stop short. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they say you basically you never want to redline yourself anyway. You know, you never. Yeah, wanna... I guess that's the main point for this podcast yeah. for people who want to just kill themselves in the gym and. You know, put themselves over the line, throw yeah. themselves over the cliff, and, yeah, yeah. and just train until their body can't handle yeah. it anymore. You never really, you're never supposed to really. Um, like I said, if you your whole workout routine is just involves machines, yeah, then maybe you can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, you don't really want to redline your your body. You know, you don't yeah. want to go to the throttle every single time yeah. you're in there. You know, even if it is like it should be towards the very very end yeah. like if you do that in the beginning how do you expect to even complete exactly, your workout yeah. you can um, literally squat to failure and then it'll take energy away from yourself to be able to go bench the squat to failure i just i just go home after the squat to be honest <laughs> <laughs> and i'm done with my workout <laughs> seriously yeah I, uh, I, five I, more exercises to failure oh, i'm done i'm no, I'm good. No, I'm good. Yeah, because think about it. If you gotta do squats, then you gotta do five more movements. You gotta do a bench press, and you gotta do some kind of row, and then maybe you gotta do some lunges or whatever. 
you know, whatever it is, like, mm-hmm. to failure every single time, it's very, like, taxing, mentally taxing, and physically, physically taxing, you know? Right, and you don't really have, a, like, a, a guidance when you have trained to failure. Like, you don't have a goal to hit. Yeah. Like, you're, you're kind of just all over the place if you're just trained to failure. Kind of, yeah. The guy, yeah. uh, remember the guy, uh, I told you about um, Arthur Jones. His, his philosophy, well, his philosophy was you train to failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his philosophy was you train to failure, and then when you can't do any more, I'm going to spot you for 30 more reps. Yeah, not everyone has a spotter. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just like, hey, you in the gym. <laughs> just imagine, like, that goes beyond failure. That's yeah, beyond, yeah. You know, that's like the muscle isn't contracting anymore. Now it's just, you know, you're, you're hardly moving now, you know what I mean? So that was his philosophy. So, and then he would do it to where he would have to carry the individual to the next machine. That's how hard Carry it. the next. So if he's doing like, leg extensions really hard, you know, and then he'll do hamstring curls really hard to failure both, then he had to carry it to the next machine. And then we're right, we're right in the chest press. You know what I mean? So, like. That's crazy. That was his philosophy. And then it was very bizarre to think about that, you know. Um, yeah, but not everyone could train like that. No. Like 99% of people can't train like that, you know. Uh, it was like people who, who literally just eat, Sleep, wake up, and train. Yeah, literally, that's your life. If you, that's what. That's basically the only way you probably can do that. Yeah. Is if, if that's. And you have no stress at all. Like you yeah. have no, no kids. <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah, maybe you have a family with your wife, but yeah. you know, you know, she understands that that's all you do for a living, and yeah, yeah. you literally just do that for your entire life. It's the only way. It's the only literally the only way. Yeah, the only way that you should be, trained to fill you on every single set. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's our recommendations on. Uh, what's the difference between the three and also how you can implement it in your training mm-hmm. um, I guess to close it off um, for people who are interested in training till failure or want to train till failure um, do you want them to pursue it or you you think they should just cut it out completely um, I think that they should they should pursue it just to see how it feels. Just, okay, yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Got to try everything once. Got to try everything once to see how it feels. Just to see, just to experience, experience it how it feels. Experience how it feels like. Yeah. Because I know some people that like wants to get themselves destroyed in the gym. Yeah. You know. I know. I think I, I had a client that <laughs> that that literally wants to get himself destroyed in the gym, and then I gave him what he wanted. Can't. A couple weeks after, it was like. No. no, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. I, seriously, I can't do it. I, this is this is not what I want. I was like, all right, now you know. Now you know it's too hard. <laughs> now you know. Yeah, literally. Like, I think they should experience it one time. And then from there, if you like it, you like it, you know, you don't. You know, But not something you should do all the time. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. once a month, you go through a movement. You pick, you know, you go through failure through it and see how it feels. Yep. You know? uh, and then, yeah, that's what we recommend. So if you have any questions, uh, just let us know in the comment section um, for the podcast or on our Instagram page. Um, send us a message any questions you have we'll do our best to answer your questions and um, give us a star on this video um, on the Apple Podcast as well hope you guys enjoy this one and we'll see you guys in the next podcast